Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Welcome back to episode seven of the MLB playoff preview. You've made it this far. You've made it to the playoffs. So you've decided that you're going to be one of the top 12 teams in Major League Baseball. You're going to go after that World Series title. So what's it going to take for you to win, bring home a title? Well, let's start with the NL, shall we? Division winners will be Atlanta, Milwaukee, L.A. Pretty straightforward. Wild card winners are going to be Atlanta, or not Atlanta, sorry, Philadelphia, the Mets and the Padres. Two your wild card takes are. Why do we have, as I explained before, Philadelphia is going to make a push and be that sixth seed? Okay. You're going to have New York with their pitching with Scherzer and DeGrom. And they're definitely going to be able to get the fifth seed as long as they can hit bats. As long as their bats come into play, they'll be all right. I also think Philadelphia makes a trade for one of the A's pitchers at some point this year as well. And that Philadelphia offense is going to score some runs. That Philadelphia team reminds is going to rem- look exactly at the Toronto in the AL. All right. So we got Dodgers one, they get a bye. You get the Brewers two, they get a bye. So that leaves four and five, San Diego's four, New York's five. Number three is Atlanta. And the sixth seed is Philly. So in the first round, it's the best of three. Home team takes advantage, okay? All three games are at the higher seed. Higher seed between the Padres and the Mets. I'm going with the Mets, even though it's in San Diego. And the reason why I'm going with the Mets is because of Scherzer and DeGrom. They'll, they're going to come out and pitch. They'll be one and two. They're going to come out and pitch games one and games two, and they're going to hold that San Diego offense down. Their opposition is going to be Hugh Darvish and who's – It'll be you, Darvish, on game one, and most likely either Blake Snell or Joe Musgrave as your two. Even Clevenger could be your your two. But the Mets, I believe, are going to be able to beat them in that three-game series. Okay? So then we go with Philly and Atlanta. And I'm going with Philadelphia. They will take three games from Atlanta at Atlanta. 
Philadelphia is going to make a trade for him, one of those A's pitchers that's available, Manea or uh, Montez. They'll get one of those guys. He'll be he'll be their two to their second starter. Zach Wheeler is good, but the bats for Philadelphia is just going to be too strong for that Braves pitching staff. So then the second round sets up with the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Phillies and the Brewers. Best of seven. So let's take the Phillies and Brewers. Okay, let's break down the Phils versus the Brewers. You have the Phillies with their bats. Okay, you got Romalto, Hoskins, Segura, Gregorius, Castellano, Schwarber, Herrera, Harper. I mean, and then you're gonna, like I said, you're gonna get one of one of the A's pitchers as well. And this team's just too tough on paper. Okay. And then you have the Brewers. I mean, the Brewers didn't do a whole lot this off season. They pretty much stood pat. And I think, yeah, that helps them in the central because not really anybody, the central is going to contend as I stated, but with the Brewers, you're not, you don't have that pitcher. You don't have that one standoff pitcher. I mean, you got Woodruff and Barnes that are good, but they're not great. They're not going to get you to the World Series. Um, you're going to have Yelich and Kane. Kane's probably going to get hurt at some point. So, I mean, it's 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 going to be tough. But I definitely think that the Phillies beat the Brewers to get to the NLCS. Then you have the Dodgers and the Mets. The Dodgers are going to be uh, is going to be a 101 season, 101 team, right? We've already established that that the Dodgers are going to win 100 games. However, when it comes to the playoffs, you got Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, Andrew Henney, and Clayton Kershaw as your four guys. And I just don't think uh, Clayton Kershaw isn't the Clayton Kershaw of old. Okay. There's a reason why they didn't sign him to a big deal. Um, so you, so you're going to need Bueller and Urias to have, to win you two games is what you're going to need. Bueller and Urias is going to have to win two games. And I don't think they can do it. I have more confidence and Scherzer and DeGrom winning me two games than I do Bueller and Urias. Yeah, like their ERAs were nice last year, you know, but at the end of the day, that at the end of the day, we're talking about playoff baseball. And Alonzo and Lindor and Escobar and Marte can all move, will be able to move the ball enough to get them to to the next round. And the Mets are going to rely on pitching. So if Scherzer and DeGrom and Bassett don't go, then the Mets aren't going to go because their offense isn't is like strong, but it's not that strong. Uh, so, so, and I think that goes seven, definitely goes seven. Um, with, I think Bellinger underperforms in the playoffs. Justin Turner doesn't perform as well as he used to. And Max Muncy doesn't really perform as well as he used to. I think those three guys, um, 
definitely take a step back in the playoffs, have good seasons, but then just kind of dull off at the end of the year. So we're looking at an NLCS of the Mets and the Phillies. Now, pitching versus offense. You got, like I said, DeGrom and Scherzer and Bassett versus the Bats of Philadelphia. And the Mets are going to be there. The Met, I mean, it's going to be – and the Mets are going to be in there, and you're going to get Scherzer and DeGrom. I don't think Scherzer and DeGrom can win two games against this Philadelphia's offense. This Philly's offense is just too strong on paper. Way too strong. They got too much pop. They got speed. They're – if Joe Girardi can can utilize this offense to the best of its abilities, this is they will be your NL NL champs and will be representing the NL in the World Series. The Phillies' offense is just is is good. I mean, Castellanos and Schwarber, those get you sign those guys and put yourself in that position to to do this because Nola and Wheeler and Gibson are all good pitchers. Um, and again, you bring in, like I said, you're going to bring in one of the, at some point they'll get an A's pitcher as well. So NL winner is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. Now let's go to the AL, the AL side. We got AL East winners in the Yankees, AL central winners in Minnesota, AL West winners with the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim. As long as they're healthy, they have to stay healthy. Trout and Otani have to be healthy. Wild cards. You're going to have a t- tight race for that fourth five between Toronto and Houston. Toronto's either Toronto or Houston could either flip that four or five. I'm going with Toronto though. I think they lose out on the on the AL East by about three games, but as the Yankees will be a hundred one season, hundred one team. Um, and I think Toronto, eh, I don't think maybe three games. I think Toronto wins, wins the, wins the first wild card spot. Probably, probably about five games. They probably finish about 91, 92 wins, 93 wins in there. Uh, the Astros probably finish right in that 92, 93 win, win, uh, win as well. Maybe, maybe 88, 89. So you got Toronto, Houston, and the White Sox as your wild card spots. So, nothing like starting off with a Toronto and Houston uh, round, best of three, and Toronto. And you got Verlander, and that's pretty much it. I mean, the the Astros aren't the Astros of last year. There aren't the Astros of the last few years. I mean, you broke that team up with Correa being being the best player last year. And now you don't even, he's not coming back this year obviously, because he signed with the Twins. So, you lose out on Correa, okay? And then you have, uh, so you're running out there, Pena, you're running out, I mean, again, Bregman's not the Bregman of old. Altuve's been kind of dying off as well. So, but that's the sense of around all Major League Baseball right now, is like a lot of the, a lot of the guys that were really good three, four years ago are starting to like fall back to the for back to earth a little bit. So you got Verlander and Valdez and Garcia. Got enough pitching, but 
They, you don't have good enough pitching there to make it to the World Series. Again, you don't have enough pitching there to win the AL West. You don't have enough pitching to get out of the wild card round against the Blue Jays, who are bringing the bats. They are legit bringing the bats to the ball game every single night. You got Guerrero, BGO, Bichette, Chapman, Springer, and that gets slept on a lot. Berrios at on the mound, Gaussman. Like you are the Blue Jays are gonna be really hard to beat this year. And that's why I have them getting out of the wild card round against the Astros. So and the next and the other one you got the the twins and the White Sox. Okay. I think the twin here's the deal. You got three games in Minnesota, but the White Sox have the experience. Minnesota is going to be young and in the playoffs. And I think as much as the twins are going to win the central, they're going to have to battle it for the White Sox because they reign supreme right now in that central. So I think with the, with the twins, gray, you know, not having a whole lot of playoff experience, Joe Ryan, Dylan Bunny, none of those guys having really playoff experience. Um, and, you have the White Sox with Giolito, Lynn, Cease. Um, yeah, I think uh, the White Sox end up winning. The, they lose the division, but then they come back in the playoffs and they knock the Twins out. So then you got Yankees, Blue Jays, and Sox, Angels in the division series. Okay, The Yankees and Blue Jays are going to go 7 it's going to be an epic battle as well. That That is going to be by far the best playoff series that we have this season. It's going to be the, this should be the World Series type moments is how it should be. Okay. Because Garrett Cole and Montgomery and Jamison Talon, Talon, you know, and Nestor Cortez and Servino, like, Pick your poison on that pitching staff. Then you have Chapman and Green. I mean, the Yankees are stacked, and that's and you're gonna have you got playoff experience. You know, you got Aaron Boone, who's who's who can who will learn how to manage at some point. I mean, he's a pretty good manager, but you know he'll hit, hit all the right buttons. And the Blue Jays with the new guys. They're gonna get excited about winning that first series, and then they'll be they'll try to you know. I have the I have I envision the Blue Jays of being like the 2015 Cubs. Okay, they they really overachieve. So like last year, you know, last year they overachieved. So they're a little bit farther ahead than with the when the 2015 Cubs were because the 2014 Cubs were actually were abysmal. Okay, and then, and then 2015 came along, and they were surprised. Everybody was surprised by the Cubs, and they made the NLCS. Okay, then they come back and win a World Series in 2016. I think the Blue Jays are two years away from winning a World Series with the squad that they have right now. You get, you gotta have BGO stay healthy. You gotta have Bichette. You gotta have Guerrero. I mean, you gotta have those guys, and I think really get those guys mature. They're still pretty young guys, 
you get to mature, and then I think they're two way two years away from making a World Series. If not, and that's so I think not this year. I think next year they definitely contend for a World Series. And if they don't win one next year, I definitely think they win one in 2024. But the Blue Jays are going to bring a title back to Toronto at some point. It's just not going to be this year because that Yankees staff and that Yankees hitting in New York Stadium at Yankee Stadium is going to just not that crowd. Oh my gosh. New York base Yankees baseball in October is the most amazing feeling of all time. I've never been to a game at Yankee Stadium during a playoff team, but you can just sense it. I've watched it enough as a kid. You can just sense that atmosphere. And as an adult, you just sense that atmosphere and that and that stadium just shaking and all the fans just getting up. And as much as people are down about Rizzo being re-signed, I think that was the best play for the Yankees was to re-sign Rizzo. He brings that extra, that that energy, that uh, he's he's that glue guy that lightens up the clubhouse. And with his experience and having Yankee Stadium rocking in October, like they're gonna feed this team's gonna feed off that energy, and they're gonna beat Toronto. They'll beat them. They're gonna win the two games at Yankee Stadium. They'll go to Toronto, win one there. Then they'll come back and they'll finish it off. They'll take them in six games. Okay, then you have, so then the other side, you got the Sox and the Angels. Again, the Angels are the beast out west. If the Yankees are the beast in the east, the Angels are the beast of the west. With Otani, Syndergaard, Syndergaard and Sandoval, um, they just dying, they just upped Stassi, they got Walsh, Fletcher, I mean... The question mark for the Angels is going to be shortstop and health. And I think that they can get by with both of those. I really do. I really believe they can get by with both of those. And this Angels squad is going to be fun to watch because they're going to score a lot of runs. And this Angels team is going to go against this White Sox team. And they are going to just run them out of the building is what they'll end up doing. So, yeah, I have a lot of high hopes for this Angels team. But I think with a healthy Trout and a healthy Otani, they definitely are able to do it. Um, so, and I think Otani's just, I think Otani wins a Cy Young this year as well. So, that's that's my thoughts on that. Angels are going to beat the Sox in about five games. Be over with. They'll be waiting for the Yankees. So, then you have the Yankees and the Angels. You got the Beast of the East versus the Beast of the West. This is the showdown I want to see. Uh, with the, both these teams at full strength in, in the ALCS with the home games at the Yankees. And I give the edge to the Yankees because of the home field advantage of Yankee Stadium. And we're finally going to get Mike Trout in the ALCS. And it's probably going to be the only time, if not next year as well, Maybe next year, but this might be the only time we actually get Mike Trout in the playoffs. And I think they lose it, and I believe they're going to lose it in the ALCS. But we have 162 games to figure this out. So, I think Yankees-Angels go 6. Yankees win it 4-2. That pits the Yankees versus the Phillies in 
and the World Series. So let's go to the tail of the tape. Starting pitcher goes to the Yankees. Middle relief goes to the Yankees. Closer goes to the Yankees. Okay? Pitching is definitely the Yankees' strong point. Catching. we got to go with Philly. First base, it's a tie between Hoskins and uh, Rizzo. Second base. Um, you got... I'm taking Torres. Shortstop, I'm taking IKF. Third base, I'm taking Donaldson. Left field, you know, I'm taking the Yankees at left. Center field, I think it's a tie. Right field, definitely a tie as well between Harper and Judge. And then your DH is definitely going to be Stanton, and that's it. And that's, so yeah. So, it definitely, and then you throw in the stadium rating, and the Citizens Bank is definitely favorable for pitchers. And Yankees is definitely favorable. Yankee Stadium is definitely favorable for batting for the hitting side of it, especially lefties. And yeah, the Phillies got some lefties with Shorber and Harper, but the the Yankees are just too strong this year. As I said, they made the right moves this offseason. As much as everybody says, well, they didn't get Correa, they didn't get Story, they didn't get Freeman, they didn't get. They didn't get in the Olsen deal. They didn't get Matt Chapman. Blah, blah, blah. They didn't get this guy or that guy. Brian Cashman built this team and for this year, and they, this is the team that will win the Yankees a championship for the first time since 2009. This team right here. And it's, it's not even going to be close. The Yankees will win 4-1 over the Phillies and the World Series. And even if the Yankees don't play the Phillies in the World Series, the Yankees are winning the World Series this year. The team is just too dang good. As long as they can get, and as, again, health, and as long as they can get it together, which I think they can. You have a full season of Rizzo on that team, Rizzo's definitely that glue guy. Rizzo brings the fun to that clubhouse. Because the Yankees are all business 99% of the time, and Rizzo's that one guy that can bring in some fun. I don't think, and I, and, and I think Donaldson's more of a fun-loving guy. I think the, I really think that the locker room got lightened, lighthearted up, like it lightened up. Um, the desire to win is there, but I think it definitely lightened the mood of the of the clubhouse gets lightened up with Donaldson and IKF and uh, Rizzo on the team to back it up. So there you have it, boys and girls. Ladies and gents, people of all ages, New York Yankees will be your 2022 World Series champions. Go place your bets now. I do not refund any losses, just to let you know. As always, find me on TikTok. We've reached a 1,000 followers, so we can go live, which we will be doing. We'll be getting a live schedule together, and we'll be doing some lives. Follow me on Twitter because those are the funniest takes. Watching me tweet out funny takes is the best part of Twitter. Okay. Both of them are one guy with a mic. All right. Find me on your nearest, wherever you're listening to this thing. Make sure you hit a follow. Make sure you hit the bell. Make sure you have your notifications on so you know when I drop a new episode. And I tell you what, this has been by far the best week of the podcast 
since we started six weeks ago. Or actually, you know what? Yeah, it's been two months since I, today, March 24th. It's been two months since I announced I was going to do a podcast back on January 24th. Okay. And then we dropped episodes on February 4th. So we are what? Seven weeks into this thing now? We are seven weeks and 18 episodes. This is episode 18 and we got one bonus episode out there. So again, find me, drop a like, drop a follow. June 1st, I believe I'm going to start doing streaming on Twitch. That's the goal. We'll see if it happens or not, but that's the goal I'm setting for myself as I got three months to, to get it, to get all the stuff I need to get together for that. Then we'll be doing, we'll be streaming video games and we'll be, we'll be streaming games and we'll be doing podcasts live and we'll be chatting it up. So make sure you go to one guy with a mic sportscast at, on Twitch. All right. As always, thanks for listening. Enjoy your day, your evening. Hopefully this brings a little smile to your face. I know baseball brings a smile to my face every single day that we have it. And it's so glad to have it back major league baseball wise. So have a good one. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, AKA the football history dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the sports history network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. The Pigskin Tales podcast is all about the lesser-known pro football players. Yes, there are stories about the ones we know, like Brad Tarkenton and Harold Red Green. But, have you ever heard of Ernie Nevers? How about Dave Osborne or even Grady Alderman? These men created their own path to the NFL. How did they do it? Listen to the Pigskin Tales podcast. Now streaming on your favorite music platform. Go to pigskintales.com. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcasts. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcasts. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.